Hello and welcome to another episode of the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Coach Laura Adair with Compassion and Coaching. Are you feeling unsatisfied with your life? Do you find yourself doing things for everyone else all day long? And by the end of the day, there's nothing left for you? If this is you, you're not alone. We're here to bring you a sacred space for getting grounded into health and wellness the easy way. Through this podcast, as well as my signature Life on Purpose coaching program, I'm here to provide you with the support, the encouragement, and the accountability to connect with your purpose and get your life back in balance. I have an amazing guest today. Abby Hambell. And Abby is an amazing coach extraordinaire and does so many amazing things. Hello and welcome, Abby. It's so great to have you here today. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about you? Who are you? Where are you from? I am Abby Hambell. I'm originally from, let's see, Northville, Michigan, just right outside of uh, the Ann Arbor area. And I'm a U of M grad, so go blue. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> hearing this? <laughs> That's one of the best things um, right now. I'm in Berlin. And so one of the fun, the, uh, most fun things is walking around with my uh, U of M stuff on and randomly be walking by people and they'll just say go blue to me. So it's just such a fun <laughs> universal thing. <laughs> awesome. What are you doing all the way out in Berlin? I am out here supporting my uh my boyfriend, my partner. Um his company is doing some work out here in Berlin. And so we've had just a I don't want to call it a roller coaster, but it has definitely been an experience of kind of moving overseas, putting all of our stuff in storage um, at the end of 2020, which was already a very interesting year for all of us. Was indeed. So um, yeah, so moving over here, just A, moving overseas and B, doing that um, with a partner, C, doing it all during a pandemic, during a lockdown. It's just, there've been just a lot of challenges, but a lot of really fun experiences. Wow, that sounds amazing. Tell us a little bit, if you would, please, Abby, about, you know, what do you do? (laughs) I love to. So I'm a coach. I I call myself an intuitive coach um, and I work with women. And not not that I don't wouldn't want to work with men, but I just I feel like in especially in this time that we're in, um, women need a little bit of an extra push to know how capable they are and how powerful they are and how they can really create whatever it is they want. Um, Even with a lot of these constructs within our society and within our culture that it has, you know, historically made it difficult. Um, Yeah. So I feel very, very passionate about that. Awesome. So you're helping mainly women. Mm -hmm. to kind of know who they are, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, part of my own story is when I was, when I was in my, let's see, I started my coaching journey, um, right around the time it was my, you know, 30th birthday, like the Saturn return. If you're in the, in the astrology world, it's kind of the time where all of these things come to a head and you start to question, like, what do I really want to be doing with my life? And I was in a relationship and in a job that were just not, they were not, you know, for my highest good, we'll say both Mm -hmm. of the things. And, but both of them 
were a great, you know, a great learning experience and a um, kind of a springboard for every, everything that I'm doing now, because it taught me exactly what I didn't want to have more of and, um, and how it can be so easy to get to a place in your life where you are thinking that you're doing all of the right things, thinking that, oh, I'm in, I'm in a long-term relationship. I'm, you know, on, on my way to getting married and having kids. And I'm, I graduated from a good college and I've had good jobs and blah, blah, blah. All of the things that is taught to you from the society perspective, all of the, the things you're supposed to do kind of on your, your ladder, the ladder of your life. And then you get to a place where you're there and you're thinking to yourself, well, this isn't really all I thought it was going to be, or I don't really feel very fulfilled by this, or I feel kind of lost or kind of disconnected. And I feel like I've been, I've been following this path that's been set for me. And, and somehow I feel more lost and more, you know, disconnected from myself than ever before. And I think it's such a, a common thing, you know, a common thing that, especially that women go, you know, go through and, So just learning that you can at any point make a different decision. You can at any point pivot, choose a new path, choose a new, just choose one new tiny choice that sets your life into a whole new different trajectory than you were expecting. Wow. That's amazing. You do everything that you're supposed to do. And then you get to this point and you're like, I don't think I like this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I don't know how many of us actually know we have a choice. Right. You know, when we get into that, that stuck point, I did everything right. I went to school. I've got the long-term boyfriend and I'm planning on getting married and I've got a corporate Mm -hmm. job and I've got, and then you're like, this isn't the life I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Why am I doing everything according to somebody else's rules when I can create my own for myself? But to your point, yeah, I think most people don't realize that there is a choice to be made there. And we get on, it's like, you get on the, um, the escalator that's taking you up, up, up and up. And then you realize that you could have gotten off at a different floor or you could have taken the stairs. <laughs> you could have done a, a million things, Damn but somehow it. you're on it and it's still going. And you're like, how do I get myself the hell off this thing? <laughs> I, I imagine though, when, when you're in that place, when you do everything that you're supposed to do, and then you're going, okay, uh, maybe this isn't what I want. And I know if you're, if you're listening and you've been here, you know exactly what that feels like. It's lonely. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're like, am I going to fly in the face of what everybody says I ought to be doing? They're all shooting on me. Right. Yeah. And, and it's like, you're in this place and you're stuck. Like you could just really feel into that. And you're like, Oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's such a common, you know, place to be in and to be very fearful of what other people are going to think if you make a different choice, if you quit the job or break up with a boyfriend or, you know, decide to go travel. I mean, even doing this thing that I'm doing right now, everyone's like, wow, that's amazing. But they're like, that's kind of crazy. You're doing that during COVID and during a pandemic. I can't, you know, there's, there are, there will always, I guess the point of that story is there's always going to be people who have opinions and, 
ideas of what you should do with your life. And the beautiful thing is, is that this is your life and you get to decide what you want to do. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're, you're in this place and you're like, this isn't what I want to, this isn't what I want to do. And it feels lonely and it's scary and you're feeling stuck. What do you do? Where do you turn? How do we, how do we go on from there? I mean, I think that's the most important time to start evaluating what are the things that truly make you happy? What are the things that not only make you happy, but make you feel like fulfilled, I think is such a, maybe a generic term, but it's because it's not even fulfilled. It's like the things that start to make your, your soul feel happy. You know, like when you think to yourself, wow, I'm really just this thing that I'm doing, no matter how small it is, if you like baking and you like, you know, baking muffins and you're really good at decorating them or something. And you're just like, this is fun. And this makes me feel happy. And time is flying when I'm doing this thing, then do more of those things, you know, start to just, it doesn't have to be this huge shift of, I need to overhaul my whole life. It's, it's the small gradual shifts of what can I start incorporating into my life? First of all, let me identify what are the things that are, that do make me happy, that, that are making me feel full. And how can I start bringing those in gradually? How can I start, um, you know, bringing more of the people into my life? I think that is a huge factor as well. Having other people in your life who not necessarily need to have the same goal as you, but, but feel that there is more out there, more possible who you can share those thoughts with and, and know that you have somebody there who isn't going to judge anything that you're thinking or saying or doing, who's just going to listen and support you. And I find that for a lot of my clients, that's where it can be the most challenging when they feel like they're on an Island all by themselves. And maybe they're, you know, they're already married and they're having these thoughts and they're, and it's hard to talk to their spouse about them because maybe their spouse thinks that they're unhappy in the relationship or unhappy with them when it's, no, I'm just unhappy with the choices I've been making. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And, and they feel like, you know, they have family around them. They have friends around them who they've known forever, who've known them forever and who find it hard to see them in a new light or in any different light, you know, I think that can be sometimes the most limiting is when we, you know, like, you know, of course, anything that, that threatens or challenges our sense of love, safety, and belonging and love and belonging. I mean, that's a big thing. If we're, Huge. if we don't fit into the, you know, the groups that make us feel safe, then your brain is going to try to stop you very, very, very much so of doing, of going a different course. (laughs) I love the way you're talking about adding these things in that make you happy gradually, because Mm -hmm. we may think, okay, I have to change everything. I'm going to have to like break up with this guy and get a new job and move halfway across the country or to Mm -hmm. a new one. And I'm going to have to do it all at once. We can gradually start introducing things and focusing on things that make us happy. And the way I like to say it is what lights me up? 
what mm-hmm. lights me up? Okay. And I have some things I'm super passionate about that I've really grabbed. I love music lights me up in all kinds of ways. And I love being creative. And, um, I, I recently started throwing acrylic paints around all over canvases mm-hmm. and this big old blotchy mess. And it's just fun. And it lights me up and adding, you know, I can kind of go whole hog in something, but I like the, the great reminder that you can start by baking. You can start by reading a book or, Mm-hmm. Making sure that every morning when you get up before everyone's up, that you step outside and put your feet on the ground, whatever it is that, that makes you happy. And then, then over time, I assume those little changes begin to impact more things. Do you want to speak to that? Exactly. It's, you know, I was just saying this to a client earlier today. We talk over, um, we have sessions, but then we speak over WhatsApp. And we all message each other during the week. And so she, you know, she'll kind of check in on how, how things are going with her daily. And, um, and she shared with me that she was like, I wasn't feeling that great today. So, you know, I was just kind of stuck in that, that feeling of kind of blah, you know? And so I decided to, to get up and put shorts on go for a walk and go sit outside in the sun on my boat. And and I was like, I just want to see you in the fact that it seems like such a small thing, you know, to, um, to get up and do something different, but most people won't, they'll just accept that that is just how it is and how it just, it's going to be a blah day and other blah things are probably going to happen. But it's when you start to notice when you become the observer, you know, the observer of your thoughts and you just start to notice the things that you're thinking and how the thoughts that you're thinking are making you feel and then decide that, I don't know if I really feel like feeling that way. I kind of want to feel better than that today. So what can I do to feel better? And just doing something as simple as um, getting up, getting, you know, changing the environment can shift the energy like that. And it's tiny things like that. And the more you do them, um, the more, the more you see the the changes that come from them, the the more tiny shifts that you do, you know, it's just, it's like muscle memory. The more you do it, the more it just becomes easy and it just becomes your way of being. And once it becomes your way of being, that's just who you are. And you look back and you're like, how did I get here? It was a million tiny steps, but it didn't seem like a million tiny steps. I feel like I just got here and I don't even know how I got here, but somehow I'm in a whole new, like different place. Absolutely. One little step at a time. And uh, where I'm from, we say we can start our day over anytime. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you've had a really crappy day <laughs> at any point, we can just go, you know what? I'm just going to stop. I'm going to pause. I'm going to get grounded, put my feet on the ground and I'm just going to start over. Yeah, I'm going to take what? a deep breath and I'm going to yeah. decide to think a new thought. Yes. Because yes. I mean, I, you probably say this all the time too, but I feel like I'm constantly saying this. I'm like, just because you thought it does not mean it's true. We think a million thoughts all the time. Sometimes they make us feel good. Sometimes they make us feel bad. And it's just getting into the habit of, of observing the thought and not making it mean anything about you. And, but that is a, you know, the human condition. We always want to assign meaning to (laughs) everything that happens, everything that we think. And if we think it, then we're like, oh my God, this must, this must mean I'm a terrible person. And I'm always going to be stuck in this situation. (laughs) 
So let me load that story up, right? Okay. I had this thought, yeah. So I'm a bad person. Spiral. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to load up every other bad thought that's just like it. And I'm going to attract even more of those bad thoughts until pretty exactly. soon I might as well just crawl under the bed and never come out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we can interrupt that pattern again. And I love that you're speaking to mindfulness, that we're observing the thoughts without getting all the way sucked into them. And as we observe them and we notice how they make us feel, we can shift. It's mm-hmm. something I've been working with in my own life and with my clients for quite a while. The mm-hmm. attention to that internal barometer. And like, I'm having a thought that's like, you know, I kind of suck at this. As a matter of fact, I suck at a lot of things. And then it's like, well, okay, wait a minute. First of all, is that true? You know, mm-hmm. and how does, how do I feel when I'm thinking that? So then I can immediately kind of, let's do that mindset shift where, what am I good at? Mm-hmm. You know what? I can tie both shoes without falling on my face, standing on one foot. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I can lift one foot in the air and tie my shoe without falling over. So, you know, there's, um, there's something to be proud of. Right. And, and I love that small things. Exactly. And, and everybody who is, who most, you know, when we're looking to people who are our inspirations or who are successes, you know, in our field or in different fields, just people who are inspirational in general, they didn't start off that way. You know, that's like the the joke of the overnight success. It's like the overnight success seems that way because they've been working at that thing for however long before it kind of comes into, I guess, like 3d reality, but it's all just it's all just a, uh, a process and it's progress over time. It's not just one day they were perfect at that thing. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's okay to be like, yeah, I suck at this right now. And maybe it's just saying right now, <laughs> doesn't mean I'm going to suck at it forever. Maybe today I'm not that great, but maybe tomorrow I'm going to be better and I'm going to continue to get better and better and better. Yeah. And I love to keep an open mind that there may be something else. <laughs> that I'm not going to suck at, right? Exactly. Actually be, <laughs> I like that. So, you know, trying to get out of my own black and white thinking, mm-hmm. um, which I can, you know, it's either on or it's off. And, you know, and it's like, okay, wait a minute. You know, um, maybe there's something else that that I would would not suck at, right? And just keep that open mind and, and, uh, and shifting gears just a little bit, you know, into what, might I be passionate about, right? And you and follow that. So tell me, Abby, what is something that you might, um, what are you passionate? What lights you up? What are you passionate about? Well, I mean, it's, it all is intertwined with all of this. You know, it's nothing makes me feel happier or feel more fulfilled than, than seeing that kind of a light go off you know, on a friend's face or a family member's face or a client's face when they realize that they have so much more power than they ever thought possible Mm. and they're really capable of anything. And, and that is, it's a huge, I mean, it's the, it's my why of why I do what I do. It just, I don't feel like I, I couldn't not do it. And, and I just, you know, you brought up earlier, I don't know if this is when we were recording or not, but I created um, this arrow necklace that is called Magic of Intention is the, the jewelry line that I created. And it's all gold jewelry that has, um, well, the arrow is the original one, but then I have a couple other ones now too, that I have some earrings, I have necklaces, a bracelet. Um, 
And, and the reason I, that I created that was because I want people, I want women to have a, not only something beautiful that they can wear that makes them, you know, that's a gift that they can gift that to themselves or to somebody else they love, but it's also has the, um, the rose quartz crystals in there for, for self-love because that's, you know, the, that's the start of any, you know, my journey with, with coaching. And, you know, I think it's the basis for, for all of my coaching and for all of, um, the work that I do with women, you know, it's working on our self-love and our sense of worthiness. And I think that that is such a huge, it's a huge, um, disconnect right now. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I was listening to a podcast, uh, a couple of weeks ago and I just, there was this line, I think it was Abby Wambach who was talking and she was talking about how women are taught to be selfless and like, literally like thinking, thinking of the word literally without a self, you know, always taught to be, to be uh, nice and to be quiet and to serve other people before they serve themselves, literally be without, you know, less than a self or without a self. And, but the other term that, you know, relates to that on the opposite side is being full of yourself and how that's such (laughs) an, how it's such a negative connotation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that inspired actually the, the newest group program that I'm working on, which is called full of yourself. And it's just turning that whole idea of a woman needing to be selfless on its head and how doing all of these things and how you really can learn how to become full, full of your own self and how to love yourself, you know, separate, two separate words there. Mm. And all doing all of the things that fill you up and light you up, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. And thank you for bringing that up because, you know, I think that it sort of blows my mind that at this day and age, we still expect <laughs> there's still this thread that runs through society of a social norm that's expected of women. And, you know, um, I don't know if you're paying attention to what's going on in the United States a whole lot, but Texas is taking away some rights. Yeah. And I, um, it's, I find I, that quite yeah. frightening that they're kind of um, messing with that. I'm also watching um, a series on TV right now uh, about midwives. <laughs> And it really chronicles a woman's journey where she didn't have any choices. Yeah. You know, and it was sort of a patriarchal, you know, rule over women and what they do and what they don't do, which is of course a topic for a whole nother podcast that we could get into. But I, I do love that you brought that up and that, you know, we're expected to put everybody else first. And I think you might've heard at the beginning in the introduction, you know, we're used to putting everyone and everything else first. Yeah. Exactly. You know, which does not leave anything for us at the end of the day. So I'm not going to have the energy or the drive or even the interest in doing something that lights me up by the end of the day, if I've given it all away. Exactly. And I love working with, with women and men, both in, in helping them over, overcome that. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering that that's a beautiful place to segue into, you know, if, if I'm feeling stuck and oppressed and like, wait a minute, how did I get here? This isn't where I intended to go. Um, how do you help people with that? How do you help them get started on that journey to healing 
And, you know, of course, this is health and wellness made easy Mm -hmm. for the podcast. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we want to keep it fairly simple. But how do you people basically is my question. Well, I would say the first um, the first step there is if you're just getting started on that journey. um, I have a free Facebook group that women can join and come and find a sense of sisterhood because one of the things that um, kind of a fun fact about me, I have two sisters and I went to um, an all girls high school and was in a sorority in college. And I just, and one of the main reasons I did a sorority in college is not probably why most people do sororities <laughs> um, for maybe more in the social aspect. Um, but I just, I really loved the sense of sisterhood that I had growing up and that I had in high school. And, and then I was able to find that in college as well. And I think as women get older and they, they leave college and they leave, I guess, these environments that bring you together naturally, and especially in a year such as the one that we just had, that it's more important than ever for women to have community and to have Mm -hmm. other like-minded women in their spheres and ones where they feel like they can go to to find a sense of community and a sense of sisterhood. And so that you don't feel like you're alone and you don't feel like you're on an Island all by yourself. And so I think that is the first, the first step is finding some community. I mean, of course, finding, finding people you resonate with, you know, starting with those baby steps, listening to podcasts, you know, on your way to work in the morning that uplift you or that feel, you know, that resonate with you and what you believe in. And starting to let yourself, you know, engage in activities that, that let you start to trust yourself more, mm. you know? Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So below today's episode, I'll be sure to post a link for the free Facebook group where we can get into some sisterhood and some community, start feeling a little love. I'll make sure I put that at the bottom. Um, Tell me, is there anything else that you would like to share with us today or address about what we've already talked about? Um, I guess I, well, what I was going to say is that I realized, (laughs) well, today is Labor Day in the U.S., which I completely forgot about since I'm not in the U.S. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I was going to say that I'm, um, I'm actually having a flash sale for the jewelry and one of the things that, um, that I guess I didn't get to say about it earlier is that each, each piece of jewelry comes with a 30 minute intention setting session. So mm. not only can you go and, you know, find a sense of community, um, in the group, but if you want to experience what my coaching is like, or if you want to, you know, gift a piece of jewelry to a friend or a family member and have the 30 minutes that come with it then I'm doing a flash sale for that today. Oh, that is awesome. So this jewelry is incredible. She has this gold jewelry and it has the rose quartz in it. And it's just just a beautiful touchstone and a reminder of who we are um, and and helps us get focused in on some of that self-love that we all need so much. So not only do we get this piece of jewelry that is absolutely amazing, something we can touch, hold in our hands, wear to remind us um, that we're important, that we matter. You also get 30 minutes of a coaching session with you, which yeah, is amazing. So is, is there, um, 
is there some place that we can go to take advantage? Is there a link that we can put in the podcast or yep. your website perhaps? Yeah, we can. Yeah, you can put in the the website, and then I'll give you the code. Um, oh, code. yeah, it's let's have the code. Secret code. I love secret code. <laughs> the code is um, flash twenty for twenty percent off. Flash twenty. Love it. And yeah, it's it's beautiful because it's um, it's thirty minutes of intention setting. So it's really creating that vision of all of the dreams, all of the desires, all of the intentions that you're setting for yourself, and then you're infusing that into your necklace. So you just get to have that touchstone. So it's not only like you just get a beautiful piece of jewelry, but you get that touchstone to all of your, all of your dreams, all of your desires. Awesome. What a beautiful reminder. Yeah. Remember who we are that we deserve more than we give ourselves for certain. Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Man, it has been amazing having you as a guest and I see the time just flies by (laughs) the way we talk about what we love doing and you've just been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Wisdom, sharing your heart with us and, um, and a flash 20 sale. I love it. I love a bargain. (laughs) (laughs) So below today's episode, yeah, I'm going to put down your, um, your Facebook link and your webpage and your um, flash code for the flash 20 sale for today. And um, does that expire? I'm going to keep it open. I don't know when, when, whenever you'll um, post this. So I'll just keep it open. All right. So anybody who hears that can, can get the flash sale. Oh, beautiful. I I can't, I'm going to go out and look and see um, what we've got there because I think I need to take advantage of this myself because this is a great (laughs) reminder that touchstone that, you know what, if I'm not putting my own oxygen mask on first, I'm just going to screw it up for everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Again, thank you so much for being here. It's just been a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Oh, so glad I got to, to meet you and chat with you for a bit. Yes, yes. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. So be sure to check back for more episodes of Health and Wellness Made Easy with Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. You can find out more information about me and my program offerings at laurajadair.com. Be sure to check back for our next episode coming soon. And until next time, my friends, be so very good to you. 